Welcome to Dyson Pixels Season 2, Episode 1. It's uh, pretty on- goddamn exciting. What? what? Yes, it is. On today's show, I'm, I'm, I'm reviewing uh, Death Road to Canada. And uh, what have you got over there, Puck? Well, I'm regretting not reviewing this game. I'm looking at a trailer at right now. Um, but so what are you? What are you reviewing? Like, what are you? Oh, hang on. Reviewing? I've forgotten. One second. Uh, I'm review. Oh, uh, that's not the right button. Okay, cool. Season two cannot be like <laughs> season one. I think it's, uh, I, okay, I'm reviewing Zombie Vikings Stabathon, uh, which is apparently an expansion to um, Zombie Vikings. Uh, Kitten Squad, which uh, is as good as it sounds. And uh, one of the more interesting games I've played in a while, Drop Alive. Drop? What? Hey, what? Yeah, it's great. Anyway, sorry. Go. Dropped? Drop. Drop Alive. Drop. You, okay, so you're, you're, it's about you being a drop of water. Okay, cool. Well, we'll... um. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds riveting so far. I'll give it a chance. Um, so, uh, what have what have you been up to over the uh, Christmassy break since we were last on the uh, not the air? When were what, whatever the thing is? No, this is air. We're this on air. Okay, we're, whatever we're air. air. The uh, air. Okay, with well, the air that we were on, what were we doing while we weren't on? I don't that know. Air? When when did we finish up? Was it November? I don't know. It was before all of the gift giving yeah. thing happened. I don't know. Uh, yeah, probably November. So, um, yeah, no, Christmas was good. Nice and relaxing. Um, got a fair amount of time off work, which was good. Um, oh, I envy you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know I didn't get any time off work, which is um, And then, uh, of course, in January, we had our Labyrinth of the God event for Three Dutch Potato, which was... Oh, I saw, I saw all the incredibly low-resolution pictures you were posting through <laughs> throughout the... Uh, it, no, it's it's okay. It's okay. My wife had my back. She uploaded her high she resolution photos. Yeah, she fixed them. Um, well, she took them, but for some reason, when I uploaded them, they were oh. crap quality. Yeah, well, no, you not know how to use technology. Yeah, so yeah. it was great. We had uh, we had the guys up from uh, Level Up Dice came up from Sydney, um, and uh, we had we had over a hundred people come in on the day. That looked like a good day. It was fun. And I hear next year. I hear next year it will be air conditioned. I know. Fully. Oh my god! Fully air conditioned. We almost died. So on the day, <laughs> it it got up to thirty nine degrees in that hall on the day. Yeah, but that's the way. That's the way Vin Diesel plays. Oh my god! It was, yeah, because yeah, he's always real sweaty for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> he's just a yeah. very very sweaty man. It's like put, um, put on a fan, man. <laughs> I'm trying to work out what I did over the break. I um oh oh look, there you go. I um build a motorbike. Do, do I? I was about to say do I? Do I appear to you like the kind of person that would uh, rebuild a motorbike engine? Does that is that what you know? I scream when you see me. You seem like pasty. someone who would attempt to rebuild a motorbike en- engine and instead like just build a model of a cat instead. Yeah, and then did that one. So I up to I like spent- four now. <sighs> no three. Because I got given another one the other day, but this one three is three is enough. Uh, three fills the garage, so we can't fit any cars in it nicely. Well, so. I've been I've been keeping an eye on Gumtree for more motorbikes. Don't stop uh, buying me motorbikes. I'm not even Buy me games. I'm not even. Fi- I'm supposed to be playing games. I, there are so many games that I've been. Um, we were on the uh, the Brisbane game developer group today on Facebook, and um, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff 
that we're going to be reviewing this season that I'm really, really, really looking forward to. There's so many games out there. And Damsel, Damsel, the one I kept mentioning last uh, year, has a demo now. So I'm going to play that and uh, I will be talking about that on next week's show. But let's let's kick off into what we're supposed to be doing, I believe. Um, Which is, how about you lead? You, re- you do your review first. Oh, we're doing reviews. Um, oh, okay, right. We're doing reviews, and then we'll be discussing uh, post-apocalyptic thingies. Yeah, sorry, because yes. we never do what we're supposed to be doing. We, we, well, we're discussing post-apocalyptic games, but you are reviewing ah. uh, the thing where you're a drop of water, <laughs> oh, apparently. Yes. Tear, yes. or whatever it is. Cry. So, Vin Diesel's sweat. Okay, so it's set in a post-apocalyptic world, I assume. Um, Vin Diesel's forehead, and you get to play a <laughs> drop of water. <laughs> no, it's actually it's actually pretty cool. It's a um, uh, it it's an it's an indie game, of course. Um, basically, the the premise behind it is, um, you are a drop of water who has just like you you appear effectively, and you go for a wander, um, and you uh, you you're moving around, um. Uh, like tables and cups and, um, uh, you know, kitchens and that sort of thing. So that, that's the setting. It's very cartoonish. Um, and Is it like a physics simulator kind of thing? No. Or is it closer to like Archer McLean's Mercury, which made me want to rip my own arm off? Uh, no, it's it's more... Um, I don't know. What what would you... Con- no, this is... Is it like... Did you ever play... I, was it I Am, I Am Bread? Did you ever play that? No. no Where you get to play a piece of bread? Yeah, maybe, maybe it. Um, no, this it's it's it, it's a puzzle game. So um, uh, you and you turn into different forms of water. So um, you can turn okay. into ice, which allows you to like burst through uh, different materials, uh, or you can sometimes like hit um, uh, like uh, hot pipes, and then that turns into a bit of steam. Uh, and uh, then you can obviously fly. Yeah, and, and, you, and you can fly. Mm. But if you if you say uh, like one of my favorite things is if you um, if you stay on a cookie too long, you get absorbed. And you die, and then you have to start again. Um, uh, yeah, and there's 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 a one point where you um you 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 have to like travel through what appears to be an oven, um, and avoid all of the fire, which is apparently what's inside. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's cool. It's really really fun. So it's got oh, what f- almost a thousand reviews uh, on Steam that are all. What is the name of very this game? Again? It's called Drop Alive. I, I really liked it. Like. Really liked it, and it, it only came out in January this year, so it's brand new. Is the hang on? Right. Is this really a post-apocalyptic game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it kind of sounds like a drop of water in a kitchen I, in the suburbs. Well, yeah. Um, look, I mean, okay. Well, well, hang on, hang on. It's it's developed by a company called Envy Games, who. From what I can tell, are uh, from I believe Argentina. So Argentina. Hang, hang on, <laughs> you're stretching now. It's like this is Argentina is not what I would call post-apocalyptic. Well, yet, yet, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, uh, I would. How, s- how many? How many? How many out of five drops on Vin Diesel's forehead would you give that game? Oh, are we? Are we doing? Uh, are we doing hugs from Nap? Hugs from oh yeah that's yeah. our rating. So, okay, sorry Vin. All right, maybe I'm, next season. I'm gonna. I, I haven't. I haven't played it all the way through, so I don't know what it's like on length. But everything I played of this game, I would give it five hugs. 
um, because it's fun. That's pretty good. It's it's actually incredibly challenging as well. Like it's not an easy game. This is not something you're gonna fly through. Um, so uh, I. Yeah, I like I played it for a good three hours and didn't get that far through the game. I only got nice. up to maybe fourth or fifth level. Well, that'll be my night. Yeah, that'll be my night. It's good, and and it's small too. It's like 150 meg. Like I'm I'm liking that. A lot of indie games are um, well, a lot of indie games like that mm. are good. I'm sick of downloading uh games that are 48 yeah. gig. Um, so the <clears throat> Call of Duty. <clears throat> so the second <laughs> the second game. Oh yeah, I went to download something last night and it came up twenty nine gig. I'm like, nope, you can you can fucking wait. That's <laughs> not, oh, that's, n- that's nothing in my day. No, um, I'll download you at work. <laughs> so the second game I played, um, so it's set in a post apocalyptic world. <laughs> is it? Uh, is it really? I assume. What's the title of the game? Kitten Squad. Okay, <laughs> I'm. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you segue Kitten Squad into a post. I, I'm not, I'm not dissing this game because just from the name, it sounds amazing. But yeah, okay, yeah. So okay, now I, I have mixed thoughts about this. Um, so this is a game that's actually by Peter. Yeah. So, so what this effectively is, um. Uh, it's it's a stupid shoot 'em up game. <laughs> um, like it's, you never start a game review with it's a stupid. Game. Oh, it's no. it's a, it's a really it, it's a really dumb game. Um, there's like a there's like a um a, I don't know a Buddhist goat thing that gives you quests, and then you run around and you shoot different types of um uh, uh robot machine things. There's basically there's um. Uh, the, the the premise of it robot is robot machine things. Yeah, okay. So, so r- robots. <laughs> so the so the 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 premise of this is that a whole bunch of different animals have been kidnapped by robots. So you have to go and shoot and kill different types of robots. And as you kill them, you get like little gold coins in the shape of cat heads to spend on stuff on upgrades. And you get different weapons. And there's anything from so rocket. It's kind of like Sonic the Hedgehog. No, 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 no. In, in no, plot form. No, yeah, well, yeah, in plot, but in, in no Destroy- way. Robots to free animals. Yeah. There you go. Have you ever played? Have you ever played Burn Zombie Burn? <laughs> no, but that's a great name for a game. Okay, so Burn Zombie Burn is basically a similar kind of thing. It's um, it's a top-down view. You have different weapons. Um, Burn Zombie Burn is a huge amount of fun, by the way. Um, you run around and shoot stuff. Um, it's a it's a it's a Dutch game, from what I can tell. Um, I don't think this developer's done anything but this game, so I assume they've been just set up by Peter. Um. And that's it. You just go through level after level, and it's just dumb shoot 'em up fun. It's um, and it's it's got some it's got some pretty funny bits in it actually, like with the animals. Um, and you're good you're to a kitten. Switch off with those. Oh kind of games. yeah, yeah. That's exactly what this is. Um, I, I I do. It's an interesting direction they've gone with because the screenshot I'm looking at is a kitten firing balls of flame at a melting robot. So I'm. <laughs> Oh, the best one, the best <laughs> gun, is, uh... the best gun is the one that shoots what appear to be little pom-poms. And the pom-poms are like some of the highest damage in the game. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I check this out. So is this a is this a, a freemium game or is this a a I no, I think it's 100% free. I don't think there's anything to buy. Um this is purely a Captain Planet type attempt from Peter. So you know how Captain Planet was <laughs> like it was very <laughs> 
very in your face, like all about the the environment. That's what this is. But really, I really, I didn't get that at all. Yeah, Captain Planet, not but, at all. But what they've no. done is they just happen to have created a pretty fun game. It looks nice. It plays very smoothly. Um, yeah, I, I if you're looking for just a casual game, you can just switch off and play. Go nuts. Uh, this is not. You're not going to play this for the storyline. It comes with. Oh god, I think it's about thirty or forty bloody um, uh, like quests that you can do in it. So um, there's a lot of there's actually a lot of gameplay, but it's the same gameplay over and over and over, just with different animals. I don't know if this is the official slogan for it, but one of the posters I'm looking at, which once again, intre- interesting uh, direction that Peter may have taken if they if they created this uh, promo poster, Kitten Squad, be a cat and murder everything. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and I mean, look, the um, the the reviews as well from other people are a bit mixed. Um, so there's people bitching about the level of gameplay, and I always find yeah. that people that whinge about a completely free game kind of have their head up their ass. Uh yes, exactly. Um. <clears throat> But um, yeah, I mean, and look, there's. I th- how, how would you say it compares in uh, terms of difficulty to say Dark Soul or something like that? Because I know you're listening, Nap. Um, I know that's what's on your mind. Oh, look, it's probably about the same. I think it's slightly really? more challenging. Oh, yeah. oh, it's easily more challenging, Dark Souls. But I mean, only noobs can't. But, I mean, that's have problems that's with Dark Souls. Hard. No. Dark Souls is, is not really that hard. I mean, yeah, I I've mean, seen, I've seen three year olds play Dark Souls. Yeah, but look, I mean, competitively. I mean, I guess yeah. if if you nap, oh, yeah. He's, he's, well, he's going to wail on us next time we see him. <laughs> no, he's not. No, he's not. He, run, he, he runs it on easy with a trainer. That's right, Matt. You're using a trainer. Oh, I'm um, going to die. Next, how, many, how many nap hugs are you going to award to Kitten Squad? Uh, I'm going to give it four. Um, it's um, like four out of five. So it's, four um, not that heavy-handed nap hugs yeah if you were looking at it just as like comparing to every other game oh, it's like a two right but if you're just looking for something that's really casual that you can just switch off and just jump into yeah four out of five uh and then uh, and then the last one that i did uh which was oh, you did three i only did one oh, but I did that's three. okay my one was so amazing that it were three so i'll let you continue okay so there i had never heard of this game before i fucking love it um, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna straight up give it um, ten hugs out of five. Um, it is one of oh, you've pre-hugged it. Oh, it is one of the best games I've ever played. It is so well made in literally every conceivable way. Um, and it's called wow. Z- it's called Zombie Vikings. Um, okay, there we go. So have <laughs> you- I can see this is a little more in line with the theme of the show. Yeah, this is yeah, it's, so Zombie it's- Vikings. Okay, so it's set in a post-apocalyptic world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't start every every <laughs> sentence like that. Um, okay, so I had never heard of this before, but there is already a game called Zombie Viking. So I I saw one that was called Zombie Viking Stabathon and just thought that sounds great. Um, it's designed primarily for, uh, funnily enough, LAN. So Excellent. it's for it's, it's been a while since there's been a good LAN game. Mm-hmm. It's four player local. Um, uh, this one's completely free for the multiplayer version. There's the the actual game itself is I don't know it's like twelve bucks or something. It's not an expensive game. Yeah. Um. But this also comes with a storyline, 
and the storyline is just fantastic it's it's essentially um you are zombie vikings who've come to this land trying to hunt a um uh loki as in like oh yeah like the the god loki um loki has shacked up with a witch um and the witch the witch has kicked her cat out of the house because she's and i quote totally hooking up with this hot guy um, the cat. Yeah, the the dialogue in this and this and this. And this hang on, hang on, hang on. Is the witch hooking up with a hot guy, or is the cat hooking up with a hot guy? The witches, but the witches. Oh, good, because that nearly got weird for yeah, a minute. Yeah, but but the witch is like super ugly and apparently walks around in a like a cauldron, like she's not. She might have other talents. Yeah, maybe. Let's not um, go there. And then um, <laughs> leave that alone. So there's basically there's, there's four different zombie Vikings you can choose to play. Every single one of them has vastly different battle abilities, and you just jump in and beat crap up. And the dialogue that you hear along the whole way is fantastic. Um, the art is incredible. Um, it's some of the some of the best art I think I've ever seen. Jeez, that's good. Um, Once again, it looks uh, all hand drawn. Yeah, looks great. It, it, it actually looks really good. Yeah, it actually reminds me a lot of um, uh, if you ever saw that movie Box Trolls, one that came mm. out I think last year or the year before. Um, very similar kind of art where everything is a bit ugly and a bit weird, but it all just kind of works. Well, um, if anyone wants to pick up the uh, the 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 proper version of it, it's currently on special for three dollars fifty nine on Steam. Is it? Well, hang on. It is. I think I better just take this moment to uh, <clears throat> go and buy Zombie. Well, you can get Vikings. it with the uh, soundtrack and DLC for an extra dollar. Oh, let's not let's not get carried away. <laughs> uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! It's not blow the budget. Oh, look at that! Ridiculous. I reckon uh, we <clears throat> I reckon we put that on our list for later in the season with our vodcasts. Oh hell yeah! For one of our playthroughs. Well, how many was that? You was five. You pre-fived that, didn't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be ten. Pre-hugged it. Ten out of five. Ten out of five hugs. <clears throat> it's um looks looks a lot more challenging than Dark Souls. Uh, so much more. Just it really does. Yeah. Oh, look. I mean, in all seriousness, no. It's it's not. It's a it's a fun, silly kind of game. It reminds me. It, it reminded me of the same kind of humor as Sam and Max. Excellent. No, that's always good. Yeah. Um, but the but the the characters talk the whole time. They make jokes the whole time. Zombie Vikings has a review by Tim Schafer. So double really? thumbs. Uh, yeah, present is Zombie Vikings is really <laughs> funny and has a lot of style, just like real Vikings. Nice, nice. That's the kind of review you want on your game. Um, Tim now, Schafer. Now the interesting thing is, uh, Zombie Vikings is actually created by Zoink Games. Zoink. Yeah. Now you you own a uh, a PlayStation, don't you? I believe I do. I believe I own multiple. Where? Uh, yeah. This what? is this is not their first game. They've made quite a few games, um, including quite a few PlayStation games too. Um, now there's there's two of their games which I thought actually looked so cool. Uh, one was uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, but Fey Fee F E just F E. Fair. 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 The game is called Fair. Yeah, it's a fair. Um, now, Fair I looks... Fair. Um, you turned to Cartman for a minute there. That's, uh, yeah. Fair <laughs> looks absolutely incredible. Uh, where where are these guys based? I didn't even look them up. I don't know. Berlin. Uh, Sweden. Based in I Sweden. Kind of close. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't even remotely. Uh, I would no, imagine most of their. I would imagine most of their staff have got to be artists. 
Just there is awesome stuff that comes out of Sweden, though. Yeah. A lot uh, of people in Sweden buy my music. I don't know why. Thanks, Sweden. Yeah, is that the technical? I love you. Apparently, I have a very Swedish musical style. Anyway, 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 anyway. Um, well, that I mean, sounds like you're getting back t- to that one. Zombie Vikings sounds good. Recommend yeah. people check it out. There's really check a, it out. There's really like a world appeal for techno music, isn't there? Uh, oh God, I don't <laughs> like techno. I'm. <laughs> is our theme song techno? Yes. No, it's not. If isn't- you can't, okay. I thought it was by Alex, Alex, Alex DJ, Alex, Alex K. What? What do you? No, no. And how? Why? Why would that happen? No. I'm gonna, I'm gonna replace our theme with dubstep. Then who's gonna be crying? You'll be crying. You'll be, you'll be crying all the time. Um. <laughs> so will I. That doesn't help me. Anyway, next on our agenda, um, before we get to the last bit, was uh, <laughs> the theme of our show, which was actually around uh, post-apocalyptic games. Now, the reason I noted this down as a topic to discuss. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> you can nominate the topic next week. <laughs> um, there since maybe it's probably Left for Dead. Um, yeah. I know there were games before it that that kind of had had the theme. To it. I think it was Left for Dead that really started the, and I'm not talking specifically zombie games, but really started this massive mainstream trend of post-apocalyptic zombie infected virus worlds ended stuff. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not really listening to you. There's a guy outside on one of the nicest bikes I think I've ever seen. Is it a motorbike or is it a push bike? No, a motorbike. It looks like it looks like um, you know Steve McQueen's bike from um, yes, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, I um, actually know things about motorbikes now, so yes, I do. From uh, uh, the cool. great, the Great Escape, it looked amazing. He was pulled over asking someone for directions. Can you steal it for me? Oh, maybe. No, it it looked incredible. Sorry, that's a vintage bike. Steal it. Yeah, sorry. So I mean, acquire it. So something by some, means that some, are completely legal. Something, something left for dead. Not at all dodgy. Anyway, um, yeah, interestingly enough, there is a uh, post-apocalyptic game coming out this year, I believe, uh, of a guy that used to be in motorcycle gang. So you get to ride a, ride a motorbike around um, uh, infected zombie hordes. Yeah, so that's nice. a good segue back to a thing. Either way, <laughs> the reason the topic was, what is, what's your opinion? On this is has it been overdone? Like, are we getting to a point now where they have just made too many of these games? I don't. Fallout's a um, bit different because it's not really zombie. It is post, definitely post-apocalyptic, but it's a slightly different take. Most of them are going down the um, the the zombie route. Even things like uh, Last of Us, not zombies, but close to zombies. Have, have you um have you ever heard the 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 theory it's a macroeconomics theory about um, I guarantee I haven't heard it <laughs> uh, where it's basically um, whenever whenever um, the economy is doing really really well um, you tend to get more vampire movies and when it's doing really really poorly what? then you get more zombie movies or zombie oh it's the other way around what is maybe it's the other way around okay I think um, that that proves without a doubt that you can use any fact. To try and prove yeah. no, no, any no, no, other no. fact. No, so sorry, sorry. By so correlation. Yeah, hang on. So sorry, it's the other way around. So the when the when the when the economy is not doing that well, um, you tend to get more zombie themed things. Whereas when it's doing um really well, then you get more vampire stuff. So think about it. Like 
10 years ago like yeah probably about 10 years ago there was true blood was out and uh what's that other one the vampire diaries um twilight was out like everything was all about vampires all of the things that ruined buffy yeah and then all of the things but see even even buffy up until not long before that don't you pick on buffy um but it was all (laughs) but the economy was doing really really well and then it tanked in what 2009 and then we um, get zombie two thousand nine, and then something was all about zombies. So that's where it is at the moment. So I okay, I'm going to say no. It hasn't. It hasn't played itself out partially because the economy's still not doing that well. Okay, I have an issue with this theory, but I'm going to pose you a counter theory. Okay, here, um, and this theory is based on the same kind of um, intricate data collection that was done to stipulate that particular theory. Okay, so back in, you know, 2000, around about 2005, um, the economy was doing really, really well. And I had hair at that point. Um, Around the GFC, I didn't have hair anymore. So I think there's a direct correlation between me having hair and the economy doing well. And I'm using the same type of methodology in working out this theory as they have there. Yeah, yeah. That's like um, that's like trying trying to tie consumption of Jaffa's to being involved in painful exploding compressor seat accidents. It's just no. Yeah, don't my, just pick two facts and correlate them. No, no, no. See, I, I, my understanding is that I believe it's something to do around the psychology of zombies are like, you know, like a mindless horde just doing what everyone else is doing. Um, whereas vampires are taking advantage, they're like an elite class who are taking advantage of, of other. I think other I think people. you're reading. Too, I think you're reading too much. No, into no. But anyway, the, anyway, <laughs> and, anyway, and you're definitely reading too much into Hollywood studios. Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, so there's so there's there's that theory, that idea, which um, I look, I think is probably not. It's not entirely unbelievable. I don't think. Um, but I think that. <sighs> I think that we've got still a good couple of years of post-apocalyptic type before we get to burnout. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, I think there's been a big increase in horror games that are coming out lately. Um, like, there's been a lot of friggin' horror games that have come out. And oh yeah. Oh my oh, god. So not only that, technology has improved to the point where horror games can now be genuinely scary. That's yeah. one of the things that we've reached recently. So the, you haven't been able to do it before. There's there's games on PS4 that are uh what's that one? The one that came out last year that I can't remember the name of and I'm not going to go and look at because it's in the other room. But there was a game that came out and it was essentially a a interactive movie um mm. with a lot of playable areas, but it was quite a scary game and did put in some interesting trades, but basically, there's a bunch of kids that go up to this cabin in the mountains, and well, I, that formula hasn't been used before. Oh, and um, there's a serial killer. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm not sure. gonna no, I'm not gonna spoil that. But that game does not play out as you would expect it to. It's not as cliche as you think, and it was pretty good. But games like that have been coming. It had Hayden, the cheerleader, Panettiere, um, or whatever her name is. Yeah, um, yep. <laughs> save the cheerleader, save the world, girl. Uh, and it was, it was a, I thought it was a pretty good game, but they haven't been able to do stuff like that with technology prior because I mean, yeah, you could make a zombie game or a scary game, but if you made that in like 2001 or 2002, there's only so scary that can get. Yeah. And and look, Um, look, I think, um, 
I think there's been there's been a huge, oh, as we know, there's been a huge increase in indie developers coming onto the scene, and oh, yeah. it, there's there's two things that you can do that I'd say are a lot easier to do if you're just starting out as a gaming uh, development studio. You can either put out a cute puzzle game, or you can put out a horror game. And let's be honest, you can't really fuck up either. You know, if you if you, you try. Can. You can look. You, well, oh yeah, that's true. I just remembered that one. You remember what we reviewed last season? Do you remember what happened? Yeah. <laughs> that, well, there is that. You, but you can screw up a horror game worse than anything else, apparently. Yeah. Okay, that's true. Although, who knows? Maybe that was designed to be a cute puzzle game. We'll never know because we don't no, know what the hell it was I about. Don't think it was. Um. But um. But the, you know, like, like, let's be honest. Like, it's very difficult to do that. I mean, if you tried to do, say, a first-person shooter. Um, that was like purely first person. I mean, there's so many major developers out there who are already doing, you know, Battlefield and, and the COD series. Yeah, it's not um, worth touching first person shooter. I mean, hell, even when it comes to um, uh, uh, like like the horror genre itself, I mean, you've got Fear and um, F. Anyway, yeah, and and look, um, and, and look, the the big ones that have come out are things like um, uh, is it Insomnia? Is that the um, is that the one where everything's dark? And you um, uh, amnesia. Amnesia. That was a while ago. Amnesia. Sorry. Yeah, um, amnesia, and then you had the second amnesia, and then there was another one. I think Soma was done by the people that did. Yeah. the amnesia series. That was a good game. Uh, and then you've got you've. It's. I think the focus now is more on interesting playability. So you've got things like Daisy. You know, I mean, Daisy became super, super popular not because it was a first-person shooter, because it did something a bit different. Um, <laughs> it was so punishing that you. Went to bed crying yeah. some nights. Um, and then and you've got things that are like... Um, that thing uh, we played that was like Daisy with Minecraft graphics. Yeah. Like, I mean, that sort of stuff. I mean, the Minecraft sort of style games. You know, that sort of thing. But and then you've got... Um, uh, like, like uh, It's a lot easier, I think, especially for these new development studios to cut their teeth on a puzzle game that has cartoonish type graphics than it is to do a full-blown visual experience. Like, I mean, that's obviously a lot more difficult. Cinematic is going to be very, very difficult. So you've got it. You've got a... At the moment, you've got... um, And this didn't used to happen years ago. You've got people going one one direction. They will go very retro, very cartoony pixel graphics, or they will go something that is... uh, it, It has no other characters so a horror game for instance works well because you can get away with minimal characters you can make it a Mm. atmospheric driven adventure horror games are great because very low lighting means you can skimp on a lot of the details exactly Um, exactly and it's very very easy whereas if you're doing something that's fully lit and looks bit yeah you've you've virtually got to have a big studio to do it if you want to meet the quality of the high level stuff so there's this area in the middle now whereas anyone releases a game that's got average graphics it gets panned if it's got deliberately Really basic graphics or really advanced? That's where everyone seems to sit. But yeah, so well, that's an interesting take. Yeah, so it's not get the zombie game and the 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 uh, post apocalyptic game genre will not end yet until no the because tanks again. Um, no, what are you talking about? It's still it's still tanking. That's why it's still t- oh, that's why we got zombies. Right. But see, but see, at the same time, when you what happens when it completely it, tanks? Yeah, oh, well, I've. Demons. What happens? Then? Um, <laughs> Demon games. But you know. But but I mean, like. But when you when you have a look at it, like. Um, so if we're saying, okay, puzzle puzzler, 
and horror are the the natural go-tos for these newer studios that are coming out um, who want to cut their teeth on something. Puzzles, yeah, I mean, this my God, there's so many cool puzzles out there. Um, but if you want to go horror, you've got what demons, vampires, zombies to choose from. Vampires are difficult. Yeah, we need a new we need a new horror thing. Um, de- demons. People don't tend to go demons. Like, no, no. People usually go zombies and vampires, and then you've got Resident Evil's weird, yeah. messed up shit, which is really cool. And for a while there, do you remember the era of like the messed up hillbilly horror yeah. stuff? Yeah, that I, I don't. That was that was weird. Oh, yeah. hey, on your basic retro, uh, not retro gaming, but basic puzzles thing. Yeah, I have to. I have to say this. I'm hoping some of you that are writing these games are listening. Indie game makers for tablets and phones, stop making pop the bubbles games. Just stop. There's yeah. enough of them. Stop making them. Or Those slidey games, puzzle games. Or Bejeweled. Stop making Bejeweled. Bejeweled was made. It's done. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. There's only so many times you can rearrange gems before you want an aneurysm. Ah. Yeah, there Sorry, was... every time I pop on the market, it's like, oh, you need free the penguins from the bubbles, free the dwarves from the bubbles by popping them with. No, why yeah. are these things getting stuck in bubbles in the first place? Yeah, there... that's my rant. You know, <laughs> there there was actually a game that I saw, and I can't remember the damn name of it. Um, it was basically it was Left a for dead. No, it wasn't. It was a poker. It was a post apocalyptic one. one. It was a post apocalyptic one, and it was Vampire basically Diaries. it was stop it. It was basically. <laughs> Um, it was essentially uh, like Daisy, but you you built up a um uh, uh like a, a a fortress essentially Tetris. No, oh, what was the name what? of it? I can't remember the name of it now. I'll have to find it so we can review it. But I, I actually I actually really like the idea of it. On that note, on that note, I want to move along to my review for the week, uh, which is our final one for the show, which is Death Road, huh? I thought you already did it. What are you talking about? I'm pretty sure you already did your review. I didn't do anything. You've been talking for 35 minutes. And that's the show, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, no, I have to review this game. Death Road to Canada. Okay, this is a game by a, uh, a studio called Rocket Cat. There's a couple other things that they've done that I'm, I'm sort of peripherally uh, familiar with. But Death Road to Canada... Um, how do I describe this game? It is a post-apocalyptic zombie road trip simulator. That is probably mm, my best okay. description. Yeah, did you have you played FTL yet? Fast and Light. No. Oh, you need to, okay. You need to go play that. Um, it's like fa- sort of like Faster Than Light, except in a post-apocalyptic world. Anyway, so the idea of this game, right, is the US is overrun with the undead. Post-apocalyptic world. Everyone's, there's zombies everywhere, there's survivors somewhere, traditional zombie thing. However, the only place for people who aren't mindless brain-dead zombies uh, is Canada. Um, so it's loosely based on current world events. Uh, so all of these survivors in um, in America, anyone, they decide, okay, we need to get to Canada because when we get to Canada, 
it's it's all good. Everything's great in Canada. We need to get out of the US because this is where all you know the bad shit is going down. Yeah, and yeah. you start off with um a random. It's it's randomly generated. All of the events are random. All the encounters are random. All that kind of stuff. So the replayability is amazing. I spent I think seven hours playing. This is a forty meg game, by the way. Um, seven hours straight playing what? this, and then went to bed at like three or four a.m. Um. So basically what happens is you start off with a survivor who has random stats or you can design your own. You can actually make your own characters and pick them so you can like build family members and things like that and you can play the one you sing and then the other ones you've designed can occasionally just show up in the game. Um, So you can like design a sibling or a family member or a friend and they'll just show up and maybe get eaten or or come with you or something at some point during the game. Um, I usually start with a randomly generated one and you start out with a car a little bit of gas and some supplies. And as you're traveling in the car on the death road to Canada, you come across random encounters. So it's like you see a, it's like a bit of a choose your own adventure book. You see a city up ahead. Uh, you you decide to pull over and stop. Where do you look? And it's like, well, I'm going to go to the, you can go to the grocer or a hotel or an abandoned shack with bullet holes and you choose and you go, cool, you go there. Then you get a top down uh, screen, which is kind of like a top down 2D Diablo hack and slash. Right. Um, and then you get to walk around and look for supplies and, you know, break chests open, get stuff while killing zombies and picking up all kinds of different weapons, finding supplies to help help you on your journey to Canada. You need food, fuel, medical supplies, and occasionally you find survivors that come with you. Um, now, in itself, that is, that's great. It's a good concept. However, the humor in this game is fucking fantastic. Let me outline... What one of my one of my journeys in this game was, right? I started with a guy called Rick. Yeah. And he went into some house for some random and he found another another chick called, I think it was Tamsin or something like that. And off they went along the road, the road to Canada. We stopped at the town, went into a Walmart, which was being raided by bandits, one of which shot at us and chased us off and shot a hole in the car. So the car was damaged, then it broke down outside a hardware store. We got out of the hardware store, went inside, found another guy who had lost his mind who I then um, told to cool it. Whenever you encounter anyone, no matter what yep. they're doing, one of the speech options is always tell them to cool it. And people do not <laughs> like being told to cool it. My car broke down once and I had the option, tell it to cool it. Um, but I told him to cool it. He went batshit crazy, killed one of my, my people in the car. I picked up a couple at this point. We ran to the car again, got in. Got to a trader camp, got out, found a witch. The witch sold me a black cat, which got in the car and came with us. Traveling down the road, we stopped at a few places, and then we encountered a vortex on the road. And it says, what do you do? Drive into it or slam on the brakes to go around. I went, fuck it, drive into it. You come out the other side. Two of my characters had changed sex. All of their names had reversed, and the cat had changed to a different color. Um, Invaded, raided a couple more places, got closer, yeah. and then... For no reason that I can tell, it just pops up while I'm driving. Um, uh, Ilev, which is the cat, suddenly loses his shit and mauls Vivian. Vivian is dead. Says, <laughs> uh, it says, Ilev doesn't seem to ma- mind about the uh, m- murder and his morale goes up by two points. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Wow. And then I think five minutes later, I stopped and it was me and the cat left. My remaining player died, so the cat got in the car and started to drive off, and then it said, I live, uh, I live drives for a little bit, but then realized he's a cat, 
and he can't drive, and he doesn't really care about going to Canada anyway, so he gets out of the car and wanders off. Game over! <laughs> that was the most amazing game I've ever had, and I immediately started a new game. So I've just looked at this, I've just looked this up on Steam, and I love the description of it. Control of car full of jerks as they explore <laughs> cities. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Um, it looks it, fun as some of the some of the nods in this in the references. Like I picked up a guy called Alvis, and his attack was playing really was terrible like chip tune music. The music in this game is great too, and it's very it's not zombie music. It's like mm. bouncy retro music. Um, but yeah, Alvis got so annoying that I took control of him, walked him into a horde of zombies, and killed him. So I didn't have to hear his music anymore. Um, and in the same scene, I I walked to like the next the next point because my car died and I found the Griswold fam- the car from National Lampoon's Claycation. I'm like, oh my God. And I stole that, but then I died. So I was really sad, but... Um, wow. That's this, awesome. This game, this game, I- I'm giving this like seven out of five nap hug. I love <laughs> this game so much. Um, anyone that's... It, it doesn't cost much. It's like 10 bucks or something on Steam. Uh, 15. But, uh, looks for it. 15. Uh, it's worth it. It is honestly worth it. Um, I I don't know how many times... I, I haven't really had any events that have reoccurred yet, and I've played it quite a bit. So, as with other procedural, you know, generated games, eventually you'll get to a point where you'll have encountered, you know, Everything most of out. the combinations of stuff. But um, it's fun, and it's, it's not only single player. You can actually have a second player pop in and play alongside you if you have, like, two controllers plugged into the PC. Oh, that's cool. Um, so this is a really good game for us to do on a vodcast. It would be fantastic. We need to do that, I think. It's it's great. I can't I cannot recommend this game enough. Um the description's what what made me get it, and yeah, it's just I keep playing it. My daughter pops her head in and goes, You need to do that. No, don't do that. No, don't do that speech option. And has resulted in the death of all of my survivors multiple times by telling things that I shouldn't have messed with to call it. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, really, yeah. really, really good. Really good. Yeah, okay. Well, we definitely need to, uh, to play that one, I think. And that actually leads into something uh, interesting, which is season two. This is when we're going to start doing vodcasts. We're actually going to oh, start doing it. I've yeah. got all the equipment for it now. I forgot to tell you that. I've managed to put all the stuff together. Oh, that's so awesome. So we can, we can now do proper playthroughs and uh, reviews. So we'll start populating our YouTube channel soon too. And some of the people that have been asking for more visual media um, are going to get to do that. They'll see the game. They'll see our uh, amazing faces as we react to uh, some of these games as we play through it. So are we going to play them drunk or... Uh... I I don't think I need to ever be drunk. <laughs> because oh, what are you talking about? You, it's so easy to get you drunk. It's kind of like saying, should we get you know Bobcat Goldthwait drunk? Like yes, no, he's yes. weird enough. Let's not get him drunk. The answer um, to that is yes. Oh, side note of that because that dude does a the younger viewers like who the hell's that? I'm like ah yeah, go watch the Police Academy movies. Um, he. He's, he, oh, does a was, voice. he does a voice on Skylands. You try to, was that you trying to be Bob Kate? <laughs> I just well, realized. He's crazy. He's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. I thought you were eating your own face. <laughs> That's how he works. He does a voice on Skylanders, um, which uh, 
that it's on Netflix. I don't know if you thought to watch this, the Skylanders show. No, it feels like another expensive uh, franchise that she'll get into eventually. No, oh, no, no, the show. So you yeah. don't worry, forget the game. Don't tell us the game. Um, although compared to things like Disney Infinity, at least Skylanders is good. You can't do that. Sorry, Disney Infinity. Sorry, Disney did I pick on garbage. you? It's awful. Shouldn't have made it. It's terrible. Oh, anyway, um, did but, I tell no, you? But hang Skylanders, on. Sorry, Skylanders. hang on. I want to have a bitch for a second. Just oh, for a second. Really? Yeah. About, about Disney Infinity? No. Uh, so, um, one of my Christmas presents from my awesome wife uh, was uh, the uh, Portal Portal 2 uh, Lego Dimensions expansion. Ah, oh, yes. Which is when I discovered that my gamepad thing is broken. So... What? Woo! How? I don't know. You plug it in and it just doesn't stay connected. And I think so. <laughs> Pretty sure it was my youngest. Um, yep. And yeah, and I've contacted Lego Dimensions and they, they just need me to take some photos of stuff, send it in, but I don't know what's involved in that. So Yeah, I'm they might. They just, I don't know. Yeah. That's not, a, that's not really a whinge. That's just an unfortunate thing that happened. Oh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure that... Uh, Teddy, who's my two-year-old, has actually lost now the bits that go with Portal Two. Well, so, well, there's, you know, there's a little the little helper dude that comes with the portal. My cat, my cat ate that guy. Oh yeah, yeah he's gone. Um, so I can't use him anymore. But oh, no, what I was saying about uh, uh, Netflix, sort of related because it's, it's geek-related stuff. The reason I enjoy that show is two things. One, the bad guy, and that's why I like the game too, is voiced by uh, Richard Horvitz, that did the voice of Invader Zim. And he's doing Invader Zim. It is obviously exactly the same voice, which I love. The second thing I like about it is in upcoming season two, Felicia Day gets to play one of the characters, and she's awesome. Huh. Um, so there you, there you go. Good, there good. You go. That's, that goes down to my Netflix binge watching alongside a series of unfortunate events, which is... Uh, oh, I haven't watched that yet. Oh, my God. Okay, remember the movie? Yeah. So much better than the movie. Oh, cool. Well, it could be worse. Yeah, uh, that, that, that's true. Neil Patrick Harris is great. Sorry, I had a small seizure there mid-sentence. Um, oh, that's fine. I understand. <laughs> 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 oh, you bastard. So, on next week's show, we will be... I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't we know what's coming. We've got a good season sort of planned. We've penciled in some outlines for games that we're going to do vodcast through. So just give everyone an idea. Yeah, there is new stuff happening this season. We're doing we're going to be doing some of those video streams. They're not going to be every week or anything. They're going to be the occasional vodcast stream. Um mm. we've got some pretty cool guests coming up on the show. We are going to be putting a renewed focus on a lot of um Brisbane and Queensland and Australia. Oh, okay, just Australia based indie game developers. Yeah. Um, giving a bit of a shout out there. So I've had a had a sea of stuff coming through already in messages, which is great from the uh, Brisbane Indie Game Developers Association members. Oh, awesome! Um, so I'm looking forward to that because we want to we want to be reviewing and featuring lots of these awesome Australian games. So if you're listening there and you're an Australian game developer and you want your game featured on the show, uh, let us know. You can hit us up on Facebook or you can email through to diceandpixels at gmail or you can go to DysonPixels.com and there's a whole stack of links to everything yeah. there uh, if you want to find us. Yeah, we just got to... Yeah, see, if we, if we can just find the buggers, then we can interview them and spruik them and do That's all it. sorts of stuff. We want to do it. We want to play all of your games because they're 
it, the, some of the best games last season were Australian-based indie games, and some of them aren't even out yet. Mm. Um, and we played them in, I say, pre, not pre-beta, sort of beta-y stages, and they were great. We yeah. still need to round up the, the Hailroth guys and actually. Oh play yeah, that. that's right. I forgot. We about ran that. out of time last year. Oh my god! Yeah. And we and I think you missed the Forts window. That that beta's closed. You'll have to oh, yeah. the final now. Yeah, can you send me the serial on that again? You sack of crap. It's not going to work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a special serial that was like a limited edition. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Anyway, I think that rounds up the show for this uh, week. So next week I'll be uh, I'll be doing a bit of a talk about Damsel and <laughs> no doubt various other things that we will be spruiking on our Facebook page through the week. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should do princess games, seeing as you can do Damsel. We'll do princess games next week. That's not really what that is but okay you can review disney princesses on no not disney princesses (laughs) just you said princess games just princesses in general you can review okay princesses okay you can you can review uh that riddick game that came out (laughs) ages ago because obviously (laughs) it's about a prince i don't know makes sense Mm. right well till next week everyone uh, this is Cubal. Have a good week. This is Buck.